0: Welcome to episode 7 of Mythic Morons, a monumental episode. I'm Chaney. As always, I'm Sid,
1: and uh, Chaney, as we were just talking about it, glad to switch over to the PC side, buddy. Glad to be recording from a new device today.
0: Yeah, so you just finished your PC this week?
1: I just finished, officially, I guess, um, installing all the softwares and kind of inputting my last data from my MacBook just yesterday. So yeah, the build took about, I would say, from getting all the parts to finally getting everything set, maybe two three days. But
0: actually building it, maybe four hours total. Yeah, it feels really good though, and and it looks really nice. That's what I like about it. it yeah, looks thank really you.
1: Nice. Thank you. Yeah, I, I. It looks like I might not have put too much time thinking it out, but like, trust me when I say, like, I spent a solid two nights not sleeping, just kind of. Reassuring myself that I had figured it out, kind of right, like figured out my budget, figured out I wasn't going too overboard, and yeah, I'm happy with that. I think it's serving its purpose, or it's soon to serve its purpose.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a pretty big. I did the same thing, contemplating, you know, did I hit the right price point? Is this gonna fucking cripple me financially? Um, it's easy to go overboard when you're. It is easy to go overboard. I learned that like it's my first
1: time kind of getting into this territory of PC building and and just. That was that was such an alien language to me. You know, like all the processor numbers and graphics card, what to get. And I was okay with my Mac for such a long time. I could never see myself going to PC that when the day came that I realized like, you know what, it's it's just not happening with Mac anymore. You know, like I just felt let down. So making the switch ultimately wasn't that hard.
0: No, and it's it's a lot more fun than just going and buying something. Like you're building something that's personalized to you specifically so that's oh, what i like about it that's what i like about the culture and all about the the pc stuff you know
1: yeah you put yeah. me onto that reddit community which was sick like that was kind of my first step into just like the nerdy side of of like even like you the youtube community of it but just kind of like people kind of like-minded in in that area you know or not like-minded because there's people way smarter than me when it comes to building computers but just experts kind of there to help you and I like I I made a post on on um, on Reddit the night before I bought everything, just kind of like my parts list and like you recommended me to also do. And I just wanted to kind of go over like, does this look, you know, kind of legit for what I'm going for? Am I going too overboard? And like literally within the first 10 minutes, I got my first reply back that somebody was there to be like, nah man, like, you know, you're good. Your parts are looking okay You you could probably save some money in some areas. But it was just cool to get that reassurance because I had not as much of a clue where I was going with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely and it's like there's so many resources online now especially like PC Part Picker and then um, r slash build a PC yeah. where it's it's so easy to build a computer and it's it seems daunting at first but you have like 50 different YouTube tutorials you got so many different reviews on every single part you could ever think of and how to install it and everything so if you're thinking about building a PC it's not actually that hard It just You you just got to take that leap of faith and commit And like you said, it's more fun than
1: going into a store and buying something made like that's cool, too It's always cool buying a a new toy But like there is something about building it and just seeing it there, you know Finally turning on for the first time and you're like fuck. Yeah, you know, like that was me Putting in the hours to do that and I did build it with one of my buddies good buddies. So you know it was cool just to kind of like have something and be like yeah you know like we put some work into that and and it's working you know like the lights turn on and and she's she's running good and yeah like the reason i switched just i'll get into it real quick like i needed a good machine for video editing and i wanted to get into more gaming on the pc and something that just like product productivity wise just you know kind of like kept up with me and Chady knows man like after every episode we record and some kind of fucked up thing would go wrong like half the audio would get lost or my laptop would crash halfway through. And and it was like the end of the line for the Mac, you know, like five years, six years running with this machine. So it was time. It was a good time to switch.
0: It's good for school. But now that like when you have like a sort of home office situation, there's really nothing better having a actual PC that's like super powerful and can do a lot more than just whatever a laptop can do. Yeah. That's exactly it.
1: Like, like for and I consider it like I have a home studio now. Like, literally, like I'll send you a picture after this is done. I'd spend the weekend cleaning up my room and just building it the way I like. I I kind of want it to be built when I'm working, and I'm I'm just excited to get in get into my computer now and just kind of get work done. You know.
0: Absolutely. Um, I just built mine for gaming, so I didn't really have anything specific done to it to cater towards another thing. But you probably got some stuff in there to help you with video editing eh?
1: yeah i looked that's i was looking heavy into what cpu to get because i heard you know cpu over gpu when it comes to that but those are all the alien terms i'm talking about like i had no real idea what i was kind of going for in terms of what the best video editing components were and stuff and i'd always trust like yo, apple should have that shit figured out like as a pro you know macbook pro is what they're calling it like it should be pretty good for a video editor or like you know a student like me but it's such a scam like I'm not even gonna lie like not to shoot Apple in the leg a little bit but like it's you could spend the same amount maybe even half the price of a MacBook and get like double the machine for that price you know so for like the value versus and power aspect of it it's just there's nothing pro about it and I I kind of like woke up from that that sell that Apple's tried to you know pitch you at every every commercial every ad so yeah I'm just I'm happy I'm happy with this machine it's super cool (laughs) Lost Apple's like a,
0: short. Apple's like a quick fix in a lot of situations. But if you take it, like you take the time to learn, and to, like, part out and 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 build your PC, then it, that's where the the value comes from. It's like if you actually take the time to put it together and personalize it, that's there's so much value added to that. And yeah, like building a PC isn't really the cheapest thing, but you know, I I'd say it's.
1: It can be an investment too, you know? It can be. be, I think I see it as a long-term kind of uh, investment, even for whatever you're really going for, whether it's video games, whether it's for work. Like, your PC shouldn't die out on you. Like, whether as a laptop, especially a MacBook, can, you know, after four years, five years, it'll live its life and you're probably going to have to buy a new machine. Whereas a PC, you can always upgrade your parts. Like, I'm sure you're always looking into how you can upgrade it, how you can make yours better, right?
0: Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about that lately, you know, I didn't really think about that, I haven't done anything to it, I've been under strict budget at school, Mm -hmm. so, um, but now that I'm, you know, sort of out in the semi-real world, um, I'm starting to get a little more cash in my pocket, and then with you building yours, I've been wanting to really uh, look into some upgrades eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I might, I might have to do that, but we'll see. We'll see. I got a lot of things to pay for now. Like I just bought a fucking car for fuck's sake. So,
1: Oh yeah. That's, that's, it's like one, like PC and a car. I find so many similarities in that, in the, in just like the, the upkeep of it and like the, the, how much you put into it, energy and time and all that. So it's like, yeah, you're kind of, you're running with two beasts over there. What if you want to go back in your PC and mod that again?
0: Yeah. And I would have to do a lot because I'd have to get a new case. I'd have to get some. I uh, yeah. I'm just looking at it right now because it's right in my desk here. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking what I could do to upgrade it, and it would be it would be like a three day project to get the parts in, take my current PC apart, and then sort of reconfigure it in with the new parts in. Because I definitely have to get a new case. I'm tired of this case.
1: How how old is yours? How old has yours been running for?
0: Oh, I. Built it in the summer. Uh, between oh Christ.
1: Before school or during? No, no,
0: no. It was during school. Okay. Hold on. I'm getting my years messed up. Um. Either yeah, two two years ago in the summer. So this thing's about two and a half, almost three years old now. Okay. And it's it hasn't had any really hiccups whatsoever. So. It's uh. It's been working great ever since. It, like Yeah, it,
1: well, if it's working good then you yeah, then I would say until you kind of realize in some areas it's kind of dragging, then put the money into into you know, lifting her up a little bit.
0: It always has been dragging. I did build mine on the like the fairly cheap side cuz again, I like to budget things out a little more, especially when I'm in school. I don't like to spend a whole lot of money, but um so definitely could have a lot of upgrades put into it, um, and I've been wanting to. I I knew from the start I'd be replacing some parts later on, so yeah, I might I might need to start looking into do that Do you find soon.
1: yourself? Do you find yourself on YouTube getting lost in the modding community videos? I'm like so afraid to get.
0: I'm so afraid because it's actually so addicting. It's a rabbit he,
1: hole. It's a huge rabbit hole because I'm in it right now, and it's just like my Instagram Explorer page, my YouTube suggestions, all of it. Is just like neon motherboards and shit like that, you know, like liquid cooling, everything like from from a week to now, it's the biggest change. So are you the same way or is has are you kind of past it at this point?
0: I'm past it at this point, but like I while building it and then like half a year after building it. Yeah, I was deep in the PC part building rabbit hole, like just watching people build their twenty thousand dollar Threadripper PCs with a oh, custom yeah. water cooling and shit like that. I was like, I could never ever afford this, and nor would I ever ever or need this. Or put in the but, t-
1: or like put in the amount of effort and time. Like those people are going ham into that shit. You know,
0: like, that's their fucking job, dude. I'm just like trying to watch some funny videos, stream on Twitch, and fucking. record a podcast
1: that's what yeah that's what kind of mind bending is like if somebody's gonna go through all that and like no judgment on my side if people do do that it's always cool to have a good looking machine but if you're gonna go through all the liquid cooling effort to like just watch like youtube videos or like you know uh write word documents and stuff like that like those people who who do that i imagine are heavy duty into like either like programming or, or like heavy duty computing, I don't even know. You know what what
0: what would it be? Water cooling is just um, it'd be high end gaming or
1: not not necessarily even just water cooling, but like, I guess like if you're using the, the builds that have like multiple graphics cards and the Threadripper, like
0: oh, those are just what, Bitcoin data miners, fucking data miners.
1: That makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. So they're on some next shit. They're they're just like they're not even playing the same game as we are. No,
0: yeah, like we they're no we're. Playing checkers, they're playing chess.
1: Yeah, or they're playing like fucking Halo. We're playing sticks, like we're playing fucking tic-tac-toe, something like that.
0: Yeah, you you looking into Halo a little bit? Well, we
1: were talking about Halo the other, like, what, yesterday, today, something like that.
0: I mentioned it to you because you wanted to get some games going.
1: I yeah, and I've been on the Steam store now for like two days non-stop now just kind of trying to figure out where i'm gonna put my money on the summer sale or spring yeah. sale yeah yeah that's a deadly spring sale right now and, yeah it's and, a
0: bad time for you to get a pc
1: well playstation just had theirs like two months ago i think maybe a month ago i just finished and i dropped maybe like a hundred bucks on that so yeah really bad time to get into more more games and ghost of tsushima comes out in a week so uh you know that one's on my radar i definitely want to play that so I didn't even know to, that was coming careful. out this early yep in, in a week yeah
0: oh I had no idea I thought it was coming out like I thought it was going to be like the last hurrah like they're doing for some for games the, where they're, where they're coming the out later in the port. year yeah, yeah
1: no Um. I think they have they have Avengers and Cyberpunk Cyberpunk should be the last hurrah I would imagine for this yeah. generation of games
0: Cyberpunk was supposed to be out by now but they yeah, delayed it was
1: supposed it. to be out by now yeah it's been delayed twice I know this year whatever yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm the same way. It's like take your time, build a good game, send me something finished and something great and you know, like I don't mind waiting. There's a lot of time between now and what is November until that game comes out and a lot of good games to be played till then so. Yeah, I really don't mind waiting.
0: No, I don't mind waiting, but there's going to be a lot of money spent in, in November, hot holiday season. Oh, for this sure. This year I feel like um I'm I'm about to see how much because Microsoft is doing their event on July twentieth this month. Um, right, so that's and,
1: when they that's when they announced their original lineup of games. Yeah, right? so
0: they they've been um, piling up the studios, and they've they've heard the criticisms from the Xbox or about the Xbox on them not having you know enough or well enough exclusives for them to even compete in the console wars anymore Mm -hmm. and playstation is sort of going to take the ball and run with it but um it's good to see xbox is still like committed from me being an xbox stan to correcting their mistakes and buying up some studios to create some original games so july 20th they're going to show off all of their exclusives so, and they're doing a whole event on just Xbox exclusives. So
1: Yeah, that's pretty exciting cuz you don't see that from Xbox usually or like at no. least quality at least like even the time kind of put into promoting that like so that's kind of cool. I'm I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that event. Because you know, that's even for me that's kind of um this year's going to be kind of a a factor fractal year like determining what system what company I stick around with even where I'm going to invest my money I'm sure the same with you um cause I'm I'm pretty set on just like I'm, I'm happy with my Playstation 4 right now I'm happy with the fact I just bought a PC so I couldn't even see myself buying a system this year like and if I do it would be the Playstation 5 just because of original titles so if Xbox like can bring up something of quality that just catches my eye at that July 20th uh conference or whatever then then they're kind of in the conversation but right now like it just it's just a cool looking machine for me right now
0: um the thing i'm probably most looking forward to is that microsoft is seems to be putting a lot of focus on pc now um they're taking a lot of their Mm -hmm. xbox products and they're now putting it on the steam store or the microsoft store on pc so there is going to be some emphasis on some potential future pc games um coming out from the microsoft uh event on july 20th so um all i can say is like i'm i'm doubly looking out for that because i don't think i'm gonna buy a console either um i think i'm just gonna stick with pc now to the end of time at least for, for me the end of time yeah i
1: mean at this point it looks like the consoles are just now catching up to pcs or like the capabilities of it you know with ray tracing yeah. and with all the stuff that they're highlighting like P- i like, I'm, I'm not a pc gamer but i'm sure pc gamers are like oh welcome to the party like where have you been you know
0: yeah it's just this weird world that i kind of missed out on i feel like pc gaming growing up that actually might have been the best way to sort of get into gaming cuz most of the people that i follow um, uh, podcasts that I follow based on video games, um, content creators, they've all they all started playing PC relatively young. Um, and it, it was just this, this entire world that I kind of missed out on. So mm-hmm. um, it is weird getting late to the party. I know you probably feel that. I feel the same way for sure. Um, yeah. I was definitely still late to the party, but um, I don't see myself going back. I'm i don't know there there might be some console exclusives that will pull me in but i'm also a a stingy cheap bastard so um if i could just have one system that i can run all my favorite games off of then that'll work for me
1: yeah and in that sense honestly pc makes the most sense in in what to invest money for like i don't want to sound like i'm riding pcs or anything just because i'm just now getting into it but in terms of what to put your money in like And sustainability and like overall use, if you put in that grand thousand dollars, even you can get away with less than that, into a PC, like you know you got something that will run you like more time than I think the shelf life of like a regular console. You know you might you might get over that console, whereas whereas a PC, I I don't know. I think people people there's more of like a community with PC, whereas with the with the console wars like there's people just shifting or there's people switching sides or like whereas pc stands or pc community just they're like so you know in their ways they're just so beloved pc followers you get what i'm saying
0: yeah i get it but there's still a lot of infighting within the pc community where it's like you know like people like actually get mad at each other debating on you know, which GPU is best or which power source is best or you know, what's the best SSD right here or I wonder oh, if like, that
1: also sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I wonder if that also gets into like into the competitive side of like multiplayer. You know, if somebody has a better GPU or a better, you know, internet connection even that that automatically makes the playing field not at a hundred percent level. You know? No,
0: it's not. More expensive PCs do have a slight advantage. Like, if you want to go pro in for sure. yeah. most first-person shooter games, you need to have a PC that can run the game at 120 frames per second at 1080. Otherwise, like, you won't be able to compete with the guys because, you know, like, going from 80 frames to 120 frames doesn't seem like that much for us, but, like, for actual competitors within those games, it's a big fucking deal, and it really matters, so... Yeah, to get so actual h- actual high level play you need yeah to put money in unfortunately but i'm not looking to get high level play i'm just a casual guy
1: yeah it just sucks that i guess on the competitive side like it does come down to money whereas maybe that's a pro for the consoles like you can invest in your controllers but it's more i guess level playing field but i don't know i don't really know where i'm getting into with that but yeah it's it's a cool um it's a cool time to be playing video games i guess and just getting into that like I, I know I took a couple years off with video games like just I, I played very casually in high school with my friends the, the normal multiplayer collections like Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed and Red Dead and Game of Thrones like the casual stuff and you know when university came around I just didn't find much of the time and occasionally playing like Fortnite when that came out and Apex that kind of slowly brought me into it and I guess now it was just like it's like almost a silver age of, of video games, I feel. Um at least that's kind of what I wanted to anchor my discussion towards. Like there's this kind of resurgence of quality video games, maybe of I don't want to necessarily say quality, but at least focus on, on good video games, maybe producing quality games. I don't know. What's it, your take on that?
0: Depends on what you mean. Like, are you talking about like, more of a focus on actual gaming versus the business side because it did seem like for a bit, you know, I want to say starting around the MW2 days, Mm -hmm. back in in the, not necessarily early COD, but, like, earlier COD, um, that that was such a national phenomenon where companies realized they could really milk the shit out of video games.
1: Yeah, especially the multiplayer aspect. I think that was the the door kind of getting kicked wide open into multiplayer. Like, there's this online storefront, essentially, like, direct access to consumers and players. And, yeah, I think think you're right about that, like, right towards the MW2 days. And towards that area, I remember, or at least that time, there was just a slower dip in the quality of maybe, like, the, like, story-centered games, I want to say, or just, like, I think the focus went more towards multiplayer and just that that kind of realm of gaming, online gaming. Took yeah, that's of where a... the money
0: was. Sorry? Okay. That's where the money was. So That's where the
1: money was, yeah.
0: Um, there's definitely an emphasis on putting more resources into multiplayer and leaving people like me who actually prefer the single-player experience um, in the dust. Just mm-hmm. um, always evident within, you know, I want to say... Oh, geez. Later Call of Duty's definitely didn't have as much story put into them as it seems. Um, I want to say, like, games like Ghosts, you don't Mm -hmm. even remember that game existed.
1: It's the least Um, memorable, I think, Call of Duty story in my recent memory, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Advanced Warfare is only really memorable because of the internet meme press F to pay respects
1: oh yeah and Kevin Spacey was in that. I think Advanced Warfare was to my memory one of the first major campaigns to feature a, like a famous actor in a, in a motion capture kind of role correct well, right, if I'm wrong there but that seems like around the time that was kind of getting popular
0: yeah it did seem that way and there was sort of a way to allow gaming companies to cloud their um, poor quality stories with the shiny actor mm-hmm. it's yeah. like waving keys in front of a baby like oh look at Kevin Spacey before he yeah. was a fucking pedophile, but yeah.
1: Yeah, that that's for sure. I think it's a bit of that, you know, like, you're right, there's that side of it where it's like the waving your keys, just kind of trying to distract from not great narratives, but it's also what I notice as maybe not the first instance, that definitely not the first instance, but almost this visible merger between movies, cinema, uh, the experience of watching a movie and the experience of playing a game. I saw that kind of getting closer together to where we are even now, whereas it's like it's just developing its own thing at this point and it's just it's like just building on that idea of uh movies and video games just kind of blurring into this new genre altogether. but I saw around that time where it started getting advertised, you know, like we're getting actors and we're getting prominent writers to come write these games and Like film composers coming in to do the score and stuff like that, you know. So there's just been that that use, like I guess maybe marketing tactics, just to being brought into video games.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if that's as useful as I think these studios think, because you know, like the selling point for a video game is the video game, mostly. It's the gameplay, right? You're playing a, you know, this is a crazy concept. You're playing a game. I'm playing a you. game it's like so just show me the mechanics show me how the game works mm-hmm. and then use those mechanics in a fun way in an interesting way that allows me to like learn throughout the experience and sort of solve puzzles mm-hmm. or solve problems to make me you know make my brain chemicals my dopamine go off and let me know I'm somewhat smart oh hold on dog's coming down the stairs oh hi Cup. sorry sorry about that everyone um, what was I oh, saying? Okay. Oh yeah, all
1: good. Surprise feature.
0: Um, I was but saying Let like, me
1: give you. Sorry, yeah. Go. Let me finish your thought.
0: Yeah, sorry. Uh, we're looking at like people like me, especially. I enjoy gameplay. I enjoy that more so than the actual quality of whatever narrative they're trying to put. Sure,
1: I, I agree with you, and, and it's disappointing when games lie on that front. Also, when they sell you on something that isn't ending up to be the game that, you know, you were initially seeing in the trailers or like whatever, you know, gameplay is always adjusted along the way. But let me give you an example where the opposite is almost truer, or I guess, you know, like almost a better case. If you remember the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, or not Knights of the Old Republic, but the Star Wars of the Old Republic cinematic trailers that came out. Now, how much did that, those cinematics back in the day sell you on a game that was zero gameplay from what you had seen. Essentially. Yeah, but then I and looked at the people, gameplay. Let me just... Sorry, what was that? But then
0: I looked at the gameplay and it didn't interest me.
1: Right, it, but the cinematics end up piquing your interest more than what a gameplay trailer for that game would have done, correct?
0: Right. Um,
1: and that was the purpose. So let me just... So for the people that are listening and don't know what I'm talking about, there, there's a game that came out, very low-key independent title called... Star Wars The Old Republic from uh, BioWare. And, you know, it's this... Cheney, what do you call those games? MMORPGs?
0: Yeah, Massive Multiplayer Online RPGs. Right, World so kind of games. like
1: World of Warcraft-style games, I guess. World uh, of
0: Warcraft, there's Destiny, stuff like that.
1: Right, and so what I remember, or maybe early 2010s, when they dropped these, like, fucking badass gameplay cinematic trailers which were like short films on their own of like just the highest graphic cgi quality for that time uh cinematic videos that were you know just like star wars movies and as a star wars fan you can't help but like just fall in love with those videos so for essentially a game that i had not yet seen the true gameplay of i was sold into the idea of that that story that era that world as i'm sure you were and you're right, the gameplay at the end of the day is not enticing enough for me to actually want to play the game, even though I am going to actually start to play the game just because I want to get to know the story better. But um, it's what do you think about that? Like, you know, the, the idea of like using cinematic trailers even or telling, giving those kind of ways to sell a game.
0: I get in terms of marketing, but I think those are completely separate from the game or the game's quality, right? What I was getting at was I prefer gameplay but if the story or the narrative within it is sufficient then that's good too. Well and- not
1: even not even just in a sense of marketing but I'm talking about even in in a sense of identity in in the game's identity like how how the game or the game designers want you to see the game and how they want you to interact with the game because BioWare I think is creating a story first game with that the old republic series and that's why I think they choose to sell it to you based on the cinematic trailers, versus gameplay, because it's selling you on the story. It's selling you on this idea that you're gonna be in a Star Wars story and make choices of a Jedi or Bounty Hunter or whatever. And it's that identity that you're buying into of, of a story game based game, you know?
0: Yeah, so it's not I guess what you're what I'm seeing it as is they weren't entirely confident enough in the actual gameplay itself, so it kind of feels sneaky to me to do stuff like that, and that's what World of Warcraft does too. It is sneaky, yeah,
1: yeah. They do the same because you, I honestly, I don't find that style of gameplay appealing, and I probably wouldn't buy a game if the whole trailer was that style of MMORPG or whatever. You know, it's just not my thing.
0: No, MMOs are mostly um, time consumers, so it's it's a formula of game. And you saw it with World of Warcraft in the 2000s where the whole point of it is to get you addicted, get you needing to play this game, get you thinking only about this game. So it's kind of like a sneaky tactic to use well-made cinematics, not necessarily have anything to do with the game other than characters or whatever's present, but it kind of draws you in and gives you a chance to try it. But then you're hooked because of the gameplay is made to be addictive, and stuff like that. So, um, when you have these CGI trailers, it's not a really it's, it's it's no coincidence that they're usually for MMOs or those types of games that have um, addicting style gameplays.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you there. That's it's it's a selling tactic at the end of the day from their front, also. Um, what do you remember anything from your like, just like growing up, just, or even recently, dope cinematic trailers for games or dope cinematic cutscenes, even maybe, that come so,
0: out. So yeah, actually, and it is actually one of the reasons I recently bought a game on Steam. Um, what one's that? I bought the Master Chief Collection, so oh yeah, okay. all the Halo games. So what they they did is they had this. I don't even want to get into the, like the story of the Master Chief Collection because it's um, a mess. That when that when they tried to launch that game, it was completely broken, didn't work. It was way too ambitious for what for the amount of time they had. So, but they've slowly been building it up and fixing it, and it's getting better. And they recently launched it on PC, so I picked it up. And a big selling point for that is that um, think back in two thousand and they did um, the Halo 1 anniversary game so Halo 1 came out in 2001 so they wanted giving 10 year anniversary to this game they re-released it with updated graphics but same gameplay so just updated graphics it's the anniversary edition and you can kind of switch back and forth between um, old graphics and new graphics and it's that's actually a really fun way to play the original Halo, especially if you played it back in the early 2000s like I did. Mm-hmm. So bundled in with this Master Chief collection would be Halo 2 Remastered, so they did the same thing, except this time not only did they upgrade the um, not only did they upgrade the like in-engine graphics like they did in Halo 1 um, because Halo 2 had out-of-engine cinematics, quote-unquote, um, between the, the campaign missions, like, to propel the story forward, they got a CG company to redo the entire cutscenes.
1: Oh, shit. With modern-day yeah. technology yeah, uh, CGI, that's crazy.
0: So, um, that, just wanting to live through that and... Because like, man, like Halo 2 came out in 2004 and there's only so much the original Xbox could do. Um, So seeing like this world, like it's such a nostalgia trip, seeing this world that I, um, that my naive child brain sort of was mesmerized by while playing Halo 2, um, given like the most realistic treatment it could possibly be given, like top of the line CGI. Like, it looks real. It just looks like real life. It just looks like a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Of course, I was going to fucking buy it. But, you know. No
1: hard to sell there when, when they release the Master Chief Collection.
0: Yeah, but I also...
1: Like 70% off or something ridiculous? like.
0: It wasn't 70% off, no. It's nothing ridiculous, but it's like... um, You only get three games with it now because they're sort of doing a slow burn release onto the PC to make sure everything's right. Mm -hmm. So you get Halo Reach, Halo 1, and Halo 2. And then they'll release Halo 3 and 4 later, and Halo DST. So you'll get six games in one, um, which is ridiculous. But um, going back to sort of that merging of cinematics and gameplay, it's like I still knew Halo's gameplay was top-notch before. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, the cinematics were just icing on the cake like I say so it's yeah. always about gameplay and I think what happened was or um, what's going to happen um, is you know you see games like Death Stranding